0: It's ghetto, I wanna leave Can you bring me up? I'm out on the street by the corner store. you know the one on 15 Got a bright shirt on so I'm easy to see I've been down here stranded and- I can't reach my planet, but I need to leave You should see these people, it's hard to believe How they treat each other, it's hard to conceive Oh, earth is ghetto, I wanna leave Oh, earth is ghetto, I wanna leave
1: Good Good morning. 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 Let me tell you something, child. We're going to be passing this over to Aaron for the first part of the morning. I'm going to let you know now. Um, And I just also want to say this is one of the reasons why we have this platform so that Black queer people actually have a safe space to be able to speak and talk and actually feel the the, the love in the room and the community in the room. And I'm just... Take it away, because this shit is bullshit.
2: All right, y'all. So, one of the main reasons, the main reason why me and Sydney started this podcast is because, once again, we cannot, being Black and queer is hard as fuck in this society. We are Black and queer at the same fucking time. We do not have a safe space nowhere, not even in our own community not even in the queer community, not even in the black community. I can't help but realize time and time again, straight black people, and I'm not, even, I'm not doing this whole, we're not all straight black, you know who the fuck you are. Straight black people, as much as y'all, we, like y'all like to say, oh, we being discriminated against and the white man and we're being oppressed. I can't help but realize the oppression that's going on within our own community, Black people. It's almost like you don't care about Black lives unless they are straight. Straight, cis, and hip. Like, I'm tired of y'all picking and choosing when you want to be pro-Black and when you're not that kind of Black. Bitch, if you're not for all Black people, you're not pro-Black. If you're not for black trans people, if you're not for black gay people, if you're not for black women, if you're not for black disabled folks, black period, you are not fucking pro black. So story time. I was at work the other day. I, I'm Jamaican. I have three fucking jobs. That's all we do is work, 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 work. One of the jobs I have is a restaurant job. Two of the customers come in. I believe they're like a married couple, a boyfriend, girlfriend. I don't fucking know. But they came in. I can already tell they was fucked up. Like, girl, they smelled like weed and they smelled like liquor. Okay, whatever. I was getting ready to, you know, okay, I can see where this is about to go. They come up to the line because I served the food on the line. They come up to the line and and the girl going to (laughs) say, nice nails. Because I had my nails painted. I could already see where this was going because of how she said it in the tone. And then she looked at her man like, girl, what you think about this? So knowing I didn't have time that day. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take these people's order and keep it moving. I said, what can I get for you? And then the man going to say, well, what made you want to do that to your nails? Sir, all I'm trying to do is make your fucking food so you can get the fuck out my face. <clears throat> That's it. So, yeah, entitlement. Yep. Like, I just kept trying to say, what the fuck do you want? What can I get for you? Like, they just kept on pushing me. So, the man was like, what made you want to do that to your nails? Why would you do that? And I was like, you know, because I wanted to. It's my choice. That's what I want to do. And then he's going to say, well, are you a, they love to do this, throwing shade. Are you a part of the ABCD community? I said, the LGBT community, yes, I am. And he was like, oh, so so you gay or something? And I was like, yes, but what does that have to do with the fuck you want? Like, what does that have to do with your order? And then he was going to say, well, I don't have a problem with y'all. It's just, I just don't approve of it. I said, I don't remember asking for your approval. I, I didn't know I was at the bank. I didn't know I asked for your approval. I, Anyways. So once I said that, he was like, well, like I said, it's nothing wrong with it. I just think that y'all are holding us black people back as a whole. That's why we we can't get nowhere, because gay people like you is holding us back. Um, What the fuck are you talking about? <clears throat> Let me sit up, because I think got real pissed off. Let me sit up, because I'm about to go in. Mm-mm,
0: mm-mm.
2: Because I'm sick of this whole, oh, wait, I don't approve of it. I don't accept it. Bitch, we don't need your fucking approval. We don't need it, bitch. I do not need your approval for me to be black and queer at the same fucking time. Do you hear what the fuck I'm saying? Homophobic ass straight black people who claim to be pro-black but not really pro-black. We do not need your approval for us to be black and fucking queer. Notice how I keep saying at the same fucking time. Because y'all love to say we black first. And then when I say, hey, bitch, my ass got threatened. I got threatened on this fucking app. One of these niggas threatened to kill my ass for being queer, for being feminine. But then when I say that, oh, well, that's different. No, nah, nigga. No, nah, it's not. You do not get to tell me what I am first. I can't be black first because if I take my ass to the fucking barbershop or the family reunion or the cookout anywhere, you see that I'm too feminine. I'm too gay. You see my gayness first. You see my feminine first. Then when I take my ass to the queer side, the LGBT community as a whole, as a mainstream, is whitewashed as fuck. To be honest, and corporate as fuck. So the first thing they say is my blackness. Oh, you cute for a black guy or BBC? You bet. I bet you got big dick or racist as hell fetishization. We don't have a safe space. So miss me with the whole. Oh, I don't approve of it, bitch. I don't need your bad credit ass to approve shit for me. I don't need it, bitch. Just oh, like black fo- just like um just like black folks think don't need white people to approve shit, bitch, I don't need your fucking approval for shit, bitch, and that's why I want us black queer folks to understand that's listening. We don't need the approval for shit. That's all like get the fuck out my face with the I don't accept it, or that's just my opinion. Fuck your opinion. White people have their opinions and still have their opinions about black folks. I'm not trying to hear that shit as a cop out. So then, because I got real pissed off, he going to talk about, well, like I said, you know, it's just not natural for God. Because, again, remind you guys, this man is already fucked up trying to quote Bible verses to me, slurring his words. I can't take you niggas seriously when y'all do that shit. Get the fuck out my face. Talking about, well, you know, it's just not natural to God. I said, well, sir, how you going to judge me talking about God? and you come in here smelling like you did smoked smoke a sack of weed and drunk a whole bottle of liquor. Well, well, we well, came from the earth. Bitch, and so did this ass, which I'm going to use another man's to put another man's dick in it, and you can't tell me shit about it. You can't tell me what the fuck I can and cannot do. And can't. Like, this whole cherry-picking shit has got to stop. I don't take none of you niggas seriously. Oh, that's just my opinion. Oh, I don't support it. Bitch, we don't need your fucking support. I don't need your fucking support, since we like to oversexualize us all the fucking time. I don't need your support whenever I decide to go suck a dick or fuck a nigga in the ass or get fucked in the ass by a nigga. I don't need your fucking support for that shit, bitch. I just need that nut, to be honest. That's all I need. So, get the fuck out my face with this whole, I don't support it, or that's just my opinion. And then when the next time a white person say, Well, bitch, I don't believe. That's just my opinion. I don't like you niggas. You need to go back to where you came from. I'm going to say, well, girl, that's just his opinion. You can't get mad at that girl. That's just what he believed. And that's going to make some of you niggas mad. (laughs) See, y'all don't see how this shit correlates. Y'all don't see how this shit is parallel as fuck. So you're not going to sit here and say, well, they're going to always see your blackness first. Clearly not, because you niggas keep calling me. I get called faggot from a lot of these niggas more so than white folks. I get so much hate from the black folks. I can't take my ass. I'm from the fucking hood. i know trap niggas that are gay. So this whole, oh, that's being gay. That's a white thing. That's that's the white man trying to break up the nuclear black family. Shut the fuck up with that shit. This whole, oh, we have to bring forth, we got to keep our lineage. We got to keep black babies. Y'all don't even know where that shit stems from. Slave Mm. masters did not see any value in the slaves. They only saw what they could bring to the plantation. So, you're using the same ideologies. Oh, well, we don't, we have to keep producing black babies. Shut the fuck up. Your paranoia is showing. Like, y'all pick and choose when to be pro black and when to that. That's what we have hashtags like black trans lives matter, black queer lives matter, because clearly all black lives don't matter to you niggas. I heard someone on this uh, fucking app the other day talking about, well, yeah, we got black queer folks. We recognize that they're black and they're part of the community, but they're not a part of the culture. That's a culture thing, and that's that's never been... Bitch, it's always been black as fuck to be queer. Before Africa was colonized, we was queer and gender-fluid as fuck. Tell them. The gods that they worship, because we ain't... Bitch, Christianity wasn't over there either. The gods that they fucking worship were androgynous, male and female. And then they brought their white asses over to Africa and said, bitch... We see the power in the the multiplicity of blackness and saw the progress that was being made. So, yes, black people, if you are homophobic, that is a betrayal to your ancestors. And I need you to realize that. Being queer is nothing new. Being trans is nothing new. Being, like, intersex, nothing new. So, stop cherry-picking and trying to twist shit to make it fix your narrative. Hebrew Israelites, Hoteps, Moors, whatever the fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know who the fuck you are. I'm not Saying when I all Hebrew I hear it all this fucking time on this fucking app and it's pissing me the fuck off. Y'all do not want equality. You niggas want privilege. You need to check your damn self.
1: (sighs) Mm. I'm (laughs) done. Okay. Listen, no, and I I again I want to put it out there. The reason why I could not start this platform by myself, because I would be missing an integral voice. That is not something I go through. As a, as, a cis, as a cis woman, not hetero, but as a cis woman, that is not something I have ever gone through. I have never just been minding my business at fucking work and had somebody go ahead and come up to me and say, guess what? I disagree with who you are. Nigga, do you want food? What the fuck are you here for? I've never had to go through that. This is the reason why I had to make sure that I had a co- that I had a co-host on this because with just me, we are missing an integral voice that matters. Because Aaron Talkin is always I just, going
2: to <clears throat> talk about. I just don't agree with it, bitch. We still fucking here. You can't. It's nothing to disagree with, bitch. We exist and we will always be here. Stay mad.
1: How do you disagree with existence? And and I also just want to say for people who are just saying it's just an opinion, an opinion isn't an opinion when it is rooted in my oppression. That goes across the board. That goes across all sides. So when we hear white people talking shit, when we hear uh, straight people talking shit, it goes across the board. Your opinion isn't just an opinion when it is rooted in my oppression, when it is rooted in my pain. That's not how the fuck this works. So we got some messages here. Oh, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, because I hear this all the time, well, it's not natural, and that's just my opinion, and it's it's just not natural. And and then, okay, if that's the case, if a white person challenges you on that thinking, well, bitch, you're not natural. You don't belong here. You need to go back to where you came from. You see how that shit works? You see how Mm -hmm. a lot of y'all are taking on the oppressor when y'all say shit like that?
1: Literally leading with the ideology of eugenics. Literally saying, because I remember they they used to really believe that black people were three uh, three fifths human. So they would they literally would pick pieces out of our brain. Uh, in fact, um, I don't know if anybody remembers that scene from Django when Monsieur Candy was um, going through was uh, had that little stick and he was pointing it at the, the skull of the slave, saying, that "There's just a part of our brains that's just more submissive than others." Why does that not sound familiar to you? When you hear shit like this. We I'm should be you. at this point <clears throat> experts at experiencing oppression. So experts at being able to call it out and see it when it's in front of us.
2: I'm telling like you how? right now because I, I got all the time tonight. I got all the time today. I, w- I want all the smoke. So if any of these motherfuckers come up in these comments talking about, well, an opinion is opinion. And because of God and religion, all that dumbass shit. I'm going to roast the dog shit out of you. Because you do not get to use your religion to oppress folks. Let me play some of these messages.
3: Yeah, I 100% agree with you guys. Um, I think it's really unfortunate, but I've seen a lot of um, black people kind of decide that uh, because of the oppression that they face, because of that axis of oppression, they get a free pass to say whatever they like about everybody else. And it's really sad just passing on like that sort of trauma onto other groups. Um, but yeah, 100% your identity is totally valid.
4: Well, this is interesting because what I've been kind of arguing for the past couple of weeks, as I'm sure you're aware, Aaron, which is, um and Sid, but I haven't seen Sid in the rooms as much, which is like this whole conversation around what is blackness? How are you, like, what is pro-black or what is anti-black all this stuff about blackness and you know I've, i've argued that i think we allow um our our lgbtq black people to fall uh through the cracks of our socially acceptable community norms and that um you know this is not some type of sickness of the white man but that homosexuality has been around since the beginning of time um and that I feel we're isolating an entire population of our community um, and putting them to the wayside while asking them to also support us.
2: Absolutely. That's all I would be trying mm-hmm. to say. Like, I'm like, y'all, like, these niggas really be playing themselves and they say, oh my God, the white man, the government is trying to break up the black family and to emasculate the black man. Motherfucker, I say it all the fucking time. If your masculinity, quote-unquote masculinity because it's a fucking social construct if your masculinity is always in constant like threat of being taken away from you you never had it to begin with it's not fucking yours so stop with this whole they trying to emasculate us okay bitch then you never had it no one gave you that's a real thing it's a real thing. Let me get on some of these cishet women too that like to uh be transphobic. Ooh, no one gave listen. you um yo no one gave you your womanhood. No one gave you your manhood. You just had it. So if the threat if someone's existence is a threat to you, it's not yours. Listen. It's a real. I don't know if it's
0: me, but you cutting up Aaron. I really want to hear what you're saying but hey erin what's up Sid? earth is ghetto Ugh, i'm feeling the vibes i'm feeling the vibes I've, I've been waiting for this to set an alarm i'm here
1: oh. oh oh man we might have to listen back to this i hope it's not <laughs> too choppy <laughs> i want to be able to post it uh real talk
4: because i like, uh... I often I often said in certain spaces that I don't think it's healthy how the black community. And I don't care if you look. Everybody says the black community or people try to say the black community is really accepting of, of our LGBTQ people, and I don't think that's very true. Uh, you might be to their face, but when when our when our LGBTQ brothers and sisters go home, it's all oh, that nigga faggot this and like I come on mm-hmm. man. We all been to the barbecue. We know how they talk, right? We know how people get down. So. I've always said, though, it's really unhealthy for relationships and a nuclear family to have, like, down-low black men uh, sleeping with, usually unprotected, uh, sleeping with other uh, gay men and then coming home to their wife. That's, like, super unhealthy in, like, a variety of ways. Like, I think a little more inclusiveness and acceptance would be pretty beneficial for the, the republic.
1: And, and, and just to kind of piggyback off of that, I feel like um, those down low men wouldn't have to be down low if they had a space created for them to be able to be open for, with their sexuality to begin with. So we talk about down low men and talk about the risk that they give, but to be honest, it's no greater risk than your uh, man stepping out with a woman. Cheating is cheating, infidelity uh, is, uh, and infidelity is infidelity, and unprotected sex can lead to STDs no matter what the gender. Um, and a lot of, because I've, I've heard, um, not that that's what um, Real Talk All Day was saying, but I noticed that that's also a rhetoric that is used um, by straight people on a, on a regular basis, like, oh, it's so dangerous, they're dangerous. Um, because that, that, that's the shit they really say t- to us. And it's just like, you need to understand that em- every demographic can get an STD and any demographic can pass one. And just so you know, black women are right now in the highest rate of STIs. Mm-hmm. So we need to stop. So I feel like when we talk about down low men, I, I want us to also talk about the fact that the danger that they are imposing is the same danger than anybody would be imposing upon you by having unprotected sex with someone and bringing and, and then having unprotected sex with you, mm-hmm. like regardless, um, uh, Adeline M- M- Monroe.
0: I'd just like to see what um, what text or something that you're referring to when you're talking about history and the androgyny of all of these things that you speak on. I would like to know because. I'm not familiar with that. So please uh, refer
1: me to something.
2: Absolutely. Let me me follow you and I can send you a link via DM.
1: And I'm pretty sure we also have links to on the earth is ghetto. um, We have like screenshots and links to information on the earth is ghetto um, Instagram uh, on, uh, on that, that Instagram as well. Earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Um, at uh, on Instagram, so you will be able to go through all of that because we talk a lot about how before colonization, you have to. Uh, this is what people don't understand: it homos- uh, homophobia is a European export before colonization, and let's just talk about Nigerians just for a sec. I know we talk about this a lot, but just when people uh, have questions, I wanna be able to reiterate. Uh, Even in Nigeria, when they used to have children before colonization, they wouldn't even give them a gender until they got older and realized what kind of energy that they gave off. We were a fully matriarchal society. Um, and uh, and on top of that, you have to remember that patriarchy is also a, um, a European export, like these are things that we have been put under, but, the wor- but what's worse is that the, the black community, at least the homophobic part of the black community is holding on to the Willie Lynch letters, saying that the only reason that black people are gay is because they were raped during slavery and I just want people to know how fucking problematic that is, especially when we have proven that homosexuality dates back to Africa long before the white man ever touched its shores.
2: I'm like, if we're going to use that same, because I'm like, if we're going to use that same logic, so you're telling me that if that's why, so is that the reason why some black women like white men? Because black women were raped as well.
1: Mm. Yeah, but they're dumb enough to say that too.
0: Girl. i've heard
1: it that's what i was gonna say i like they're, they're, they they literally will say that like that's the reason uh, uh it's a
0: read and the thing that i'm not appreciating is the bigotry on this app like i'm seeing black folks um putting on white face uh as wow. a response to trans people as like saying they could be transracial and um yeah Adeline bitch i see you um and mm-hmm. Eric uh coming around talking about he's Erica now and, and, and coming on platforms and be, making a mockery out of trans people. Um silencing trans women. Last night, Aaron, you were the getting trans women banned and blocked off the app. Like this stuff is wow. is it's really it's it's disgusting.
5: Yeah,
2: like I noticed <laughs> that a lot of a lot of people on this app have like been just like when white folks be doing blackface to try to joke and fit their narrative people on this app are doing trans face and changing their avatars to look it's like girl we see right through that like come on <laughs> but
1: they say all kind of stupid shit well if that's the case then i'm gonna be a tree like you and scarlett johansson can go fuck off i really i no, seriously uh, i remember that shit the fuck yeah. no i, I was <laughs> I like I'm it is so insane that they can they will go ahead and say homosexuality and bestiality has something in common or pedophilia has something in common. Like it is insane. And I'm just like, do you not see how much you treat us, uh, uh, how much you treat us like the uh, like the like the niggas in the equation and then you're the white people? You're trying to tell us that we're inhuman. You're trying to tell us that we are invalid, that we are freaks and deviants. And it is, and and honestly, I feel like it's mostly projection. Straight the fuck up. I think y'all are the ones that are disgusting, and y'all are the ones that are deviants. Straight the fuck up, Uh, Mister Real Talk. Oh,
2: like it's like it almost seems as if a lot of hit black men it's like is that the only thing you have to cling on to as your masculinity because that seems to be all the fuck that y'all are worried about is oh my god I'm trying I'm being masculine no-. that's all you have you don't hear white men out here saying I'm being masculine no-. it's always black men white men don't give a yep. fuck they know what the fuck they, they doing
1: Oh, yeah. But they, uh, But this is the thing. We have to talk about that. There's a reason why white men can um, go into all, uh, all kinds of circles and they can have their nails painted and it not be questioned. They can be a little effeminate and it's not like a, it's not a bigger deal because as far as they're concerned, their masculinity will never be in question because they rule the fucking world. Now, the black I, um, man, on the other yeah. hand, is coming from this, this such a fucking oppressed and hurt place. And the only thing they've ever seen modeled in front of them is patriarchy. And what is patriarchy? Fucking oppression. So they literally are putting blackface on patriarchy and oppressing the rest of us.
2: I keep telling, sis, that black man, patriarchy was not made for you. So this whole divide and conquer shit that y'all are doing on this fucking app talking about, oh, we got to. We gotta get, we gotta weed out the people that's holding us back, and black gay men are breaking up the black patriarchy. Wasn't made for you, boo. It wasn't.
1: Listen, and 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 for anybody who also wants to, um, listen to more about um, African gods. Um, and the way that Africa was before colonization. Um, you can just go through our Spotify episodes. We have one on, on Obatala, who is a trans god in Africa. Um, and we also have um, another podcast that's dedicated just to African um, sexuality before colonization. So please check those out. Uh, Mr. Real Talk All Day?
4: And, you know, It's been weird because I I hear them say, well, they're black first. They're pro-black first. They need to be black first. They have to be about black issues. I'm like, okay, cool. So let's dissect that statement. If you're LGBTQ and black and uh, and you're for only black issues, right, let's just go with housing and the AIDS epidemic. Well, if you're only for black first, then you would fight for equal rights to black people to have housing, which is fine. However, we know during the AIDS epidemic, you weren't being kicked out of your residence because you were black, you were being kicked out of your residence because you were a homosexual. You, you, they thought you had AIDS if you were dating another man, or if they found out you had AIDS, you'd be removed. So LGBTQ black people weren't suffering from a racism thing, they were suffering from an identity crisis, which the population was contributing to by making it into a crisis. This is why we have to be intersectional. Period. Boom.
1: And that's a and that and that is such a um such a great example too. Because actually tr- go,
2: go ahead. Oh, I was I tried to explain intersectionality on this app to some nigga and he was like, Once again, another sexuality. I said, see, that's the problem. You don't even know what the fucking word means.
1: <laughs> he said another sexuality. <laughs> Yo, that you could tell, you could tell that is a three-in-one body wash type of dude. That is that that yo, the the water never even hit the cheeks. It don't even hit the cheeks. No, it's cool. <laughs> okay, fucked up, uh, Mr. Real Talk.
4: Which is why it bothered me. So when I I hear certain people on this app tell me things like intersectionality is anti-black, no. Intersectionality is pro-black. It's actually so pro-black that CRT individuals such as Crenshaw and uh, and Derek Bell would agree with you that would disagree with you that it's anti-black. Intersectionality is so pro-black that the most influential Black people in history have used it to achieve the greatest uh, things we've ever seen in in American history. So you know, I don't know. I feel that people have a really skewed, misguided way of viewing the world and history. And we're, we're giving ourselves up to personal feelings rather than facts and evidence. So,
2: you know, I support you. Thank you. Thank you Mr. Like, Beautiful. that's the thing they don't like when we bring up people like Marsha P or Bayard Rustin or James Baldwin.
1: They don't like I, that. I'm still stuck on intersectionality as anti-black. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. What? I hate to quote yeah. Kanye. I've heard it, Houseway.
2: I've heard it too. They say that all the time, oh, that's that's white supremacy
1: talking. I'm like, y'all just love to oh, say, yo, don't <laughs> even just read a book. Read a book. Oh my God, Lavar Burton tried to give us reading rainbow. You dusty motherfuckers. Sorry. <laughs> blame. Uh,
0: blame like, blame.
2: Like that's what I want straight black straight black people to understand. Part of decolonizing your mind also has to do with getting rid of your homophobia, transphobia, massaging the war, like all of these things. You can't say, are we trying to decolonize our minds and then be homophobic to another gay nigga, your own brother that you like to say so much.
1: <laughs> and isn't it so crazy how they try to put the onus on us of the whole black community being broken? Like. Because think about it. So, because we know people. Yo, dusty-ass son, I got three baby mamas and is living inside your fucking basement, not paying child support to fucking nobody. And the only thing he paying for is Ace of Weed. Okay? Um, but the, the little boy who's got an interior design business and likes to admit is the problem? Suck a dick. Suck a big, fanny dick. I feel like that's what you really want to do. <laughs> It's the veins. <sighs> I'm here telling y'all my preface. Let me shut up. Blaine <laughs> site.
3: Um, Aaron can probably speak much better than me about policing masculinity when it comes to um, homophobia and transphobia. But uh, I find it super interesting how often the people that want to do all of this policing are people that just seem very fragile in themselves and unsure about their own uh, masculinity. And so they want to project it onto other people and to police everyone that they feel is a threat to them. Um, I mean, I train at a combat sports gym that's very LGBT friendly. Um, And so you have loads of uh, people of different sexualities and uh, genders that you train with. But I noticed that all of the people there, because they're comfortable with themselves, they're not the ones that are being threatening or aggressive or uh, trying to to deny the identities of, of um, people of different sexualities to them. It's never people like that, though, that, that really do this policing, is it? Just the insecure ones. Hmm.
2: Absolutely. I say it like Lil Nas X said it best because we hear, that oh, my God, the agenda and the agenda is to to make black men feminine. And the truth is, there is no attack you just view femininity as a weakness. You don't like gay black men because you are afraid of black men as a whole being viewed as weak. So you cling on to your masculinity because without it, you have nothing else going for yourself.
1: Like it's a whole personality.
2: It's like, damn, like, come on now. As a t- at a time when all black folks need to b- be together and unified, y'all like that's claiming to be so pro-black but would say, Well, I don't want my kids being gay, but I'm cool with gay people. Shut the fuck up. It's the double standard you, for me.
1: You cannot be pro black if you're not pro all black people. The only fit people, black people that you get to be anti are the ones that are hurting the black community.
2: Like these be the same ones that were defend R. Kelly, defend Bill Cosby, Trey Bro. Sons, and all these other folks. When we say, Well, what about, well, you, you quit to tear down the black man, but it's a mess. Get the fuck out of my face.
4: <laughs> I, I, you know, it's pretty neat. It's gonna rain. It's asshole. Man, sorry. I think it's pretty neat you said that because I keep telling people you can look up over like forty something African civilizations that have obviously rose and fall throughout the, the the history of the planet as many civilizations do. Um, that were ran by women. There's actually plenty of them today that are still uh, ran by women. Women were always seen yeah. as more reasonable uh they think more uh they would run the society because society deals with people and men would run the military military dealing with war that we were always men were always to be better at war we had a, quote unquote we had the stomach for blood right but you don't need blood when leading a republic you need compassion and and sincerity so you know i don't think people understand that shit either
1: mm. slow clap
6: here he oh, well, good morning, good morning, good morning, Aaron and Sid. Good morning. <sighs> <sighs>
2: I don't like I just don't even know where we can go from here. I don't think we're going to get anywhere as black people until we get rid of the homophobia, transphobia, massage war, colorism, all of these things.
1: We will never further as a community until we heal the white supremacy that has been injected into the veins of Black people.
2: Because I don't care how many Bible studies you be having on this app and how many book and sessions you, these hoteps be having on here, y'all ain't going to get no fucking wear because you don't even like fucking people that's in your own community. Y'all still trying it, to debate on what's Black and what's not. Bitch, look at my fucking skin. Shut the fuck up.
1: If I do it, it's something Black people do. Period. Get that through your fucking skull.
2: Like, they are still, they really think that black people are a monolith. Shut up. We're not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For the love of God, like, we really, really are done hearing. Seriously.
2: Uh, But what do you think the solution is? Because...
1: Um, To be honest, we're doing it. This is a solution. Giving black queer people a space to be able to talk when we know that the manosphere is never going to allow it. You've got them literally attacking us, making cosplay of us, like we are for play play. Like and they do it on this app because they can't do it to our face because we will fuck you up on site. You upset about Will Smith, bitch? Mm. <laughs> Listen, I I know I know some femmes that still carry razor blades in their mouth. I need you to understand it's not a game because we're actually dying out here. And your rhetoric turns into violence.
2: I'm gonna read some of this article. I have the article pinned, y'all, if y'all wanna go through it. Like me and Sydney, like again, we're black and queer. It's on the same level. It's neither one is above because what you're not gonna do is tell me, oh, you're black first. And then all these niggas calling me faggots and sissies and punks and all this other shit. What happened to my blackness first? You don't care about my black life because I'm gay and you think I'm breaking up the black family. So miss me with that. Anyways, mm-hmm. I'm going to read some of this article. <laughs> um, for many black people and people of color, conversations around LGBTQ identities are still taboo in the family, home, and community. Any acknowledgement of LGBTQ identities may be met with a disapproving side eye presenting the notion that we do not talk about being queer. That we must hide it and keep it a secret. The silence around LGBTQ identities within the Black community is a direct impact of slavery. After the abolition of slavery, formerly enslaved people faced an unemployment pandemic. In order to be accepted into a hostile society, Black people had to assimilate by being compliant, controlled, and reserved. Today, we still see Black people being unlawfully killed by law enforcement. We are perceived as a threat because of our clothes, our music, or simply because we are Black. It's been passed down through the generations to keep your head down, stay out of trouble, and most importantly, try not to be seen. Because this could make the difference between life and death, but this has led to a devastating mindset. We are ready to be seen as different. Why would you draw more attention to yourself by also being gay? In quote. quote. As if being gay is a justified reason to be targeted. <clears throat>
1: and it, And it's crazy because we black people c- can so easily see how fucked up rhetoric can turn into the loss of our lives by police officers um we can see the oppression uh, when it comes to just being black, but for some reason, when as soon as we add that cue on it, it's 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 like they're just walking through the world blind. Like you just somehow don't know what it is. Like I'm talking to a white dude. It feels like I'm talking to like some some privileged ass white guy when I am trying to say, what is affecting me? And then just like we want to be heard and uh, want to be able to speak about what's going on without white people being offended, We want a Black queer people need to be heard without Black people, uh, uh, straight Black people taking it personally and feeling like our existence is an attack on your existence by existing.
2: Mm -hmm. Like, it's it's a mess. I don't know what. Girl, I don't know. I'm I'm tired. For people just joining, welcome to the Earth Together podcast. I just went on about, when we first started, (laughs) a a, a seven-minute rant because a lot of these niggas that claim to be pro-black are not. and I really want them to just go ahead and say what you want to say. Just say, I'm pro-black, but not if you're gay and black, not if you're a black woman, not if you're black and just Just say that you're pro-black, but results may vary.
6: Yeah. Honestly. Message. I'm just going to chime in. As as a brown person, I'm Afro-Latino. I'm i'm puerto rican you know what i'm saying um but if you were to like look at me you would think i was black or whatever so and i've had a lot of different experiences in that you know not being accepted by black folks not you know then white folks telling me i'm a certain way and then even spanish latino people you know because i don't speak super fluent spanish (coughs) um kind of not being accepted. It's it's crazy. So I totally agree and understand that, like um, whatever r- racial uh, background you come from, that's not white and, and I, I, you know, um, and in that own sub, your own subcultures, like that's the only way we're gonna move forward together is like stop fighting amongst each other. <laughs> Um, you know and I and I completely
1: agree and afro-latin people which I thought considered themselves black I thought that's what um, I think, I thought it was just black Latin people um but I feel like one of the things that is like the colorism that afro-latin people have to suffer like think about what they see on TV in the in the novellas in all of the uh, on Univision on Telemundo they never see themselves and when they do see themselves they're the maid or the slave or the pimp we like. I feel like, especially for Afro Latin people, like I feel like I have seen so many of them struggle just to be heard. People like Amara La Negra was just like, oh well, they like, they like they couldn't believe that she could possibly be that beautifully black and that and saying, Yes, yes, I am a hundred percent a black woman. I am a hundred percent a Latin person, as if those right. two things don't coincide, as if there's no difference between um, nationality and race. I and I just right. man, I just know that that's so fucked up for
6: y'all to go through and uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Eddie. And I'm definitely a queer boy, in case you know anybody was wondering, I don't know why, yeah. you know. So, <clears throat> yeah, period, <laughs> and, to her, to her
2: podcast. you
6: know. Oh, sorry, <laughs> and you know, yes, I do consider myself black, I'm not even questioning my blackness, it's like, and. Man, let's have this conversation, please. I would love it. <clears throat> um, even by you saying, so, like, I thought that, you know, when somebody identifies as afro latino they, they consider themselves black. It's like, I'm even confused in the quote-unquote label. You know what it means to me, you know? like, Right. I just, you know, I don't even know. It's, it's very, <laughs> I am confused on many fronts. Okay? <laughs> I'm confused, but I know, if that makes any fucking sense.
1: Well, and I just, I don't want to, listen, you're not confused. It's conditioning. You know what I'm saying? Like they literally have words in Spanish, they literally have phrases in Spanish that are like, oh, don't get too dark or your nose is getting too wide. Pinch your nose. Like, oh, your hair is too kinky. We got to go to the, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, And that's the same exact shit that Black people have gone through. But I feel like the added issue for Afro-Latin people is that they are told, constantly that your blackness doesn't even matter while you are still not p- being put in the forefront, while you're still not being put on the novellas. So you, so I mean, the dismissal and the gaslighting is so fucking strong in that community that I just, I'm just like, I'm, and then you're queer, nigga, the fuck are you going to do? Do you see what I'm yeah. saying? You see how the intersectionality will mix and people are trying to say, oh, you can't be black and queer at the same time. Uh, look at me doing it. Look yeah, at me black, walking around, living like
2: this. Take my ass to the white neighborhoods. Girl, I'm shooken up there because I'm black and I'm dark-skinned at that. So it's like, oh my, you know, because again, colorism. So it's like, damn, I'm shooken up. You know, I take my ass to the hood, the black neighborhood or whatever. Then, oh my God, look at me a sissy. Why he talk like that? Why his nails look like that? And that's not even getting to the conversation of me being non-binary. Oh my God. It's like, oh my God, another mm. thing piece. Bitch, we're always thinking. Oh. About. So we, I think about decisions every fucking day.
1: I mean, I think it just goes to show how much they don't think at all. They're just like, oh, thoughts, mind noises. I'm just like, nigga, calm down. It's a conversation. It is. It's it's fucking weird, bro. It's weird as shit. Whew. Well, I do. I listen uh, before we go ahead and and switch gears. I just want to say uh, one last thing. Being queer is African. There's a reason why I say that at the end of every show. And I'm going to say it again today. And I will say it for every show going forward. Because you need to know that in your arsenal is history. What in your What's in your arsenal is ancestry. No one can take those two things from you. So it doesn't matter what other people have to say about your fucking Blackness. Tell them to read a book and suck a dick and keep it moving.
2: And just and do- note, Black queer people, um, Black queer folks that's listening, we are literally the definition of unity. We have so many things going against us: Black queer, Black and trans, mm. Black non-binary. There's power in that. And I want y'all to realize the importance of our existence. Like, we are quite divine, to be
1: honest. We, we are lovely. We are beautiful. And um, I know that um, Aaron uh, is an atheist, but in my mind, we were, we were created by the, mo- by the most high, the most amazing ancestry. We, we, we are genetic gods. And I wish that we would actually embrace that. And every single time we pull ourselves apart and say, you don't belong in the community because of some shit that never affected you in the first place. You are white supremacy. You are an agent of white supremacy. And I rebuke you in the name of drag. That's it. Come on, drag. <laughs> Oof, All right. Moving on. So let's, let's get into it, Chris Chow. I mean, if you don't know me and Aaron are, are both single, they trying to get through it over there. I'm trying to get through it over here. And um, I'm noticing a lot of things. Um, first and foremost, I'm noticing that because I am black and queer and I still happen to date straight men, this is how you know I can't help my sexuality. I am pansexual. This is how you know, I can't help but be attracted to people because if I could just take men off the roster, child anyway moving on so um a small story time I remember I was actually talking to um a a good uh, what I thought was a good friend of mine and uh, I was telling them about Pose me and Aaron had just did the show and I guess in my mind I didn't realize that I didn't talk to maybe him about it as much um but I was just coming off the high of the show and I was so excited. I was just like, listen, Pose is something like fucking changed, like literal television. That is the most diverse show ever. Every black person should be so proud of that. And he was just like, you know, that's the, you, know you get the the straight silence while he tries to figure out how to tell you he's homophobic. And um, he was just like, no, nah, I can't do that. That's That's, that's gay son. <laughs> and I was just like, so this this is my question, how are black, I need to know what other black queer femmes people, other black queer femme people, what are your deal breakers when you happen to date straight men? And I have a fucking list. If I can't watch something on TV and a dick comes on the screen and you, and if you lose your mind, and it's one singular, especially when it's just one dick alone, what the fuck is your problem? A dick come on the screen and you just got all kinds of shit to say? First of all, you're 4 years old. Grow the fuck up. I thought it was fucking an adult. Um, and and then and then secondly, don't you have one? Are you uncomfortable looking at yours? It's just a dick. Um, if I can't play something gay on television, listen, I'm, I'm queer. You need to like the media that I ingest is also very fucking queer. So when I decide I want to introduce you to one of your favorite shows, to one of my favorite shows. And the first thing you say is, oh, I could never. Oh, no, that's disgusting. Now you have to pick something else. And I'm also going to say when I was younger and dating straight men, I used to really brush it off. I used to think to myself, oh, well, you know, they're a guy. I don't want to make him uncomfortable. You know, that would be weird. I don't want to do that. Like, I would bend to it and be like, oh, I guess I'll watch whatever the fuck you want to watch. And then just never end up watching anything I wanted unless I was by myself. You know how many relationships I did that in? So, um, and I just want to say, like, I I want, I just want to get people's feedback as to what your biggest deal breakers are. Because I am noticing that... The the phobias that straight guys have, oh, goodness. They're so uncomfortable in so many different spaces. And if I want to go to a drag show, I, I don't know if you've ever been to a drag show. They're fucking amazing. So I want to go to a drag show. And I'm like, yeah, come out here. This is where I'm at. And then you come inside and look at me like I tried to have you shot. <laughs>
2: Girl, we need to find. I had this man
1: pull me out of the drag club and be like, "Yo, you should have told me about what what was going on inside here." I'm like, "What? What?" First of all, I'm missing a whole Lady Gaga number. That's first. Secondly, what the fuck is your problem?" But that's the thing. To me, I don't understand how masculinity is seen as strong because it feels so fragile. Because anything, anything there's a dick on the screen. I don't know if anybody's seen Spartacus dicks everywhere. It's a great show, Uh, but there's a lot of dicks. What's your problem?
2: Game of Thrones, Spartacus.
1: But for some, and I'm just saying, and I want to say, we have to talk about specifically black men because I see white dudes watch that shit all the time. And it's, and they're just like, yeah, it's like, they're just watching a show. They're not Interested? They're not trying to fuck a guy, so they're just watching a storyline. Do
2: you know how many times I've seen pussy all over the screen when I saw Game of Thrones? You did not hear my gay. Oh my god, the they trying to turn me straight and all. Girl, it's just a damn pussy. I'm not gonna dive in it.
1: Like, calm down. in. No, but seriously, (laughs) I feel like we've we've got to get to the point where watching this kind of stuff. Like, I'm just saying, as black queer people, do you really want to be uncomfortable in your whole fucking relationship just because some demon dick is attached to this nigga? Is that what you really want to do? Because I've been there. I've been there where you're just like, well, you know, I'll make excuses for it even though this feels really bad. No, no. I, I, and I guess I just kind of want to know what everybody else is like, because I know for, uh, black queer um, men who still date maybe bisexual men or the or whatever is the case like what are y'all dealing with because that shit sure got that now that is some intersectionality for that ass. what deal are deal y'all breakers. going through my
2: dating deal breakers is um, honestly the red flag comes like my first red flag are you femme are you max if you ask me that question I, I ain't got time because girl you can only be so masculine with a dick in your mouth. We all suck dick. So I don't <laughs> understand why, like, queer men be asking me, well, you not firm, are you? Because I can't, I can't date. If I want to be with a girl, i Girl, meanwhile, you eat my ass. Meanwhile, my dick is in your mouth.
1: <laughs> girl, please. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I need you to stop.
6: <laughs> I, I need you to calm down. Um, Eddie. Ooh, story time. Let me sip my water here. (laughs) Yes, that was a great show. I watched it late, though. I watched it on Netflix, and I binged it, and oh, my God, like... I think I need to watch it again. Thank you. (laughs) Because that show was good. (laughs) Yo, I would meet you at any drag show, anywhere, and... The state i'm in <laughs> um but that's crazy i mean i've been to a few um they're it's definitely an experience every person should have you know like it's artistic expression at its finest you know and sometimes like improv sometimes you know it's something that they've practiced you know or sometimes it's somebody's first time like it, it's it's a beautiful thing um ah and deal breakers deal breakers let's see um like i don't know you know because like i'm like i haven't i mean i do I, i've dated a lot of women you know but i've also had like a lot of sexual experiences with men and trans women and you know and i mean like
1: oh you sound experienced what you look like yeah. <laughs> Let me stop, stop.
6: Look, Sydney, Sydney, we're trying to
1: Sydney. get Sydney a boo thing. so. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, how you doing? <laughs> no, let, let me stop doing this on this damn platform. We were supposed to be serious. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, honestly, I'm realizing that I feel like that's almost why I'm steering away from um, straight men. And I am. Like, and the, and the men that I do date, because I do date women, I do date trans people, but for the men that I do date, I realize that I'm dating more queer men, more bisexual men, um, trans men. Like, I, I realize that it's a safer space for me to be who I really want to be. And like, do you know how fucking sexy it is to see a man, especially uh, who's like whatever masculine is supposed to be, and you see them having an awesome time at a drag show? You know how jealous I get when I see couples together, they all throwing money, everybody singing along to Lady Gaga, people being pulled into the line and shit. Like, it's a it's supposed to be a great time. I'm supposed to go to Pride by myself because do you think I stop being queer just because I'm in a heterosexual relationship?
2: that's that's what it seems that's what they think girl they'd be like oh because again a lot of men really can't they don't think that um women can be bisexual or even lesbian i'd be hearing straight men say, oh that's hot do you like girls or like the girl would be like actually i only like girls i'm lesbian oh well you ain't been with me yet it's like girl it's giving rape let's i don't like that. <laughs>
1: it's predatory it's predatory um let's stop pretending that that's not exactly what it is Oh, uh, Tito burrito.
7: Yeah, this is definitely why the earth is ghetto It's because, you know, I mean, we out here fighting for the worst When all the best are le- kind of left by the wayside um, Because we want to get, like, as you said, that demon dick <laughs> <laughs> um, But Aaron, I don't necessarily agree with you Like, for instance, like, I know that if you had to put a spectrum line out there Right in front of me right now And ask if I was more mask or femme in relation to other gay guys I'm going to be on the slider somewhere in the middle, but I'm definitely going to be more towards masculine. Uh, Like, even when I try to swish my hips, uh, they're they're just not going to swish the same way unless I'm literally making fun of something. To which then it doesn't feel right. Like, it feels wrong for me to make fun of feminine, more feminine guys by trying to swish my hips. So, that's why I slightly disagree with you. Now, yes, okay, we're all, for all intents and purposes, gay by having that dick in our mouth, but mm, it feels a little different otherwise.
2: Oh, I hear, well, I hear I, you. I think. Uh, I feel- Go ahead. I think what, well, um, because I agree. My thing is because I get told this all the time, like, like on dating apps, they'll ask me, "Are you feminine?" And I'd be like, "You know," because I'm, I'm both. Like, girl, this is why I say my bush queen. I can switch it up real quick. What? Like I can, like, it's just masculine amp- energy. It's natural to me, especially like you know, I'm in ballroom and all these other things. But well, it's when they be like you can't be feminine at all you have to act kind of like straight you have to be straight passing i hate using that word but they'd be like, like i've come across niggas like that they'd be like oh you can't you got your nails painted why you talk like that like and then they and, assume and- that i can like only talk like you must be a you have to be a it's it's a lot to it
1: <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, no no. I understand because there's definitely layers to it. And we also have to realize that black just like black people are not a lot monolith. Black gay men are not a monolith. Everybody is not super flaming and femme and and you know, what like they're not a lot of them are not over the top. There's I feel like it's honestly pretty 50-50. Cuz if you ever ask like a mask gay dude to be like do be feminine. He's like, uh, nigga, I don't do this. I suck dick and I take it, but I don't. I can't. So, like, like that's yeah. just not. But, but I feel like the the thing that Aaron is trying to point out is like the absolute irony of when they decide to weaponize their masculinity against you, even though we're about to go. you about to eat my ass right now? <laughs> you you, you, do, you see, do you see what I'm saying? That I, I understand both. I get it. I understand. Yeah. Uh, Tito.
7: If I just say my main deal breaker is someone who is too aloof. Like essentially like if you're going out with somebody and like they can't even look your way. Like they have to keep their MO uh, with the crowd, and for some reason, you're not within their M.O., so they like they can't look at you, talk with you, be associated with you, but once you're behind closed doors, they're, like, all about you. Like, that is a deal-breaker for me. Like, when they're out in public, they're just a different person and trying to act like you yo. don't exist. Mm.
0: Yeah, I, that,
1: oh. Yo, let's talk about it, because that shit is real. I have seen it. And at, we're obviously speaking about specifically black and queer, but I have seen when niggas don't want to claim somebody, like, and then you're treating and you're treating your what you want because this is what you're going to go after when nobody's looking. You're treating what you want like, oh, I can't, we can't, we can't actually have a conversation because I don't want anybody to think I'm sus, whatever the fuck. Um, but then behind closed doors, oh my goodness, I love you. you the only man for me. Let me tell you something that is um, a recipe for uh, thousands of dollars in therapy visits. Mm-hmm. That fucks with your self-worth, that fucks with your mind, like that is not, and, and honestly I feel like that's the reason why most um, gay people will not date um, people in the closet. I feel like that's I, one I of the main to, like, reasons. Look,
2: I noticed that, now that still does happen in a lot of black queer, oh I want to date Trey, oh I want to date this DL nigga, like, like What a trap nigga's at, I used to be that way when I was younger, but then I realized mm. that shit is dangerous
1: very dangerous <laughs> I feel I feel like uh I and I feel like we didn't uh, uh, me and me too I don't feel like I realized how dangerous it was when I was young until you get into a situation you're just like oh no like I remember real quick nigga you are homeschooled what the fuck you doing in this car Whoa, whoa what are you doing and, and um and I also feel like I, what I really hate for us is the fact that so there are so many um, queer folks that are just looking for love that we will accept mm. that bottom of the barrel ass shit, that we will accept those crumbs because it's better than what we've ever received. Because again, ostracized by your family, ostracized by the school, ostracized for, by the other um, white LGBTQ, where do you go? Where do you feel safe? Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Tito.
7: Yeah, and the reason why I bring that up is because the gay circles in every single little city are so small. So if you make the wrong connection with the wrong person, like let's say you just move somewhere and you make the wrong connection with the wrong person, you are now connected with that set of groupings, with those sets of people. So then if you, for some reason, get into a relationship with someone from a different set of people, from a different group of people, and then now you're kind of like going through the gambit of, of who the fuck can I talk to, who can I sit next to, uh, are your friends going to even uh, allow me to be in their friend group just because I'm not mm. the way I'm supposed to look around you? Or whatever the fuck they do. I don't know. You know you know how it is.
1: Yes, we do. Especially Aaron. Because that, yo. Oof. Uh, warm million? Yo, Earth is ghetto. We need to elevate this place. This place is a fucking dump. No, but could you imagine <laughs> if it was, like, Earth is a ghetto? Like, Earth is a ghetto? Like, we've uh,
2: kind of been forced to stay here. There's, like, a really nice universe out there, but we're just stuck in this fucked-up ghetto. Interesting.
1: Like, we're just one of the many in y'all? the universe?
5: It's crack a lag in the boy, Vermillion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> What's your, million? I mean, honestly, like I said, whenever the aliens drive past our planets, they just lock all the doors. Like, no. I- <laughs>
2: I, can, I just pictured that and I am hollering. Girl, they said, oh, girl, we passed through Earth, y'all. They still dealing with racism and homophobia and all this other sort of shit, girl. Go ahead and lock your doors. We don't need to blow them up because they're to make themselves go click, extinct.
1: Click, nigga. Nobody's mm-mm. are not doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know everybody driven through a neighborhood where they're like, oh, we're not getting out the car. That, that's us.
2: Like, we don't need to blow the Earth up. Like, they finna make them, they're killing themselves. They hate each other. What What's we need to go, go destroy
1: the world? <laughs> Bro, we are the Florida of the universe. That's literally what it is.
2: <laughs> we're the, very much given Texas of the universe, Florida of the universe.
1: Now, Missouri, let's throw Missouri in there. Um, but do you want to um, talk about that?
2: Uh, whatever. You sent me something. about. Oh, um,
1: I did. I did. Let's go ahead and All right. Well, it we, yeah, I feel like we're going to fly to this and,
2: next topic. And so,
1: yeah, so let's, um, let, let, yeah, let's talk about it for a second. So um, there was a show that we did, um, I'm not sure, I think, it was this, I think it was this week, was it Monday? Um, but it was um, not a, long ago, where we were talking about um, the Texas law where anything having to do with an abortion is basically going to get you thrown in jail. So basically this woman went into the hospital, nurses assumed, listen, listen carefully, they assumed, that she took an abortion pill. And because of that, they went to the police and they had this woman arrested. And she was going to be on the gambit for 10 years. That's what she was going to be going to court about. Come to find out, now they're going to try and dismiss the case because it wasn't an abortion. She did not take an abortion pill. That poor woman had a stillbirth. That poor woman had a stillbirth, and she was arrested for it. Uh, this is Handmaid's hard. Tale. This is this is yeah. Oh, listen, I don't know if y'all are watching Handmaid's Tale. One day we should all do a watch along, but um, this is. I remember telling my mom about it and she was just, she was in shock because my my mom's an RN, right? She's been an RN for 30 something years. She's been doing it for a long time. And when I told my mom about it, she was in such shock. And then she, it was like in the middle of a sentence, she had like a realization. And she was like, the reason why that those nurses who obviously violated HIPAA by giving this girl's information to the police which should have caused them to lose their license She's like the reason why it's not happening is because now they're going to start trying to figure out how to mandate those nurses to do so, or you'll lose your license.
0: Mm.
5: Tito, wait, 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 hold on! Shh, sh, sh, sh. Don't say the word
7: abortion. They might come for you. Don't, <laughs> don't say it.
1: Don't say it. You should, listen. They they they, they already hear boo. Listen, I'm, I'm sure they tracking the phone.
2: <laughs> yeah, I keep hearing a lot of people saying that we going back to the stone ages. I hope not.
1: That's what it's given. Uh, and uh, hey, Wilson, well but um, yo, this we're going backwards. We're overturning Roe versus Wade. There is no exception in so many in so many southern states for incest when it comes for abortion. There's no um, exceptions for uh, human trafficking. There's no exceptions for rape. There's, and and by the way, your rapist can file for custody. Did you know that? What? <laughs> your rapist can file for custody of the child <laughs> that you have. I'm oh, not joking. Well,
2: I'm pro-life. I want to give them to a rapist.
0: Oh, my
2: God. Girl... What was that other thing you sent me? Um, I think what was it? she miscarried and they still like?
1: Yeah, sent no, her to she jail. basically she mis she miscarried and she had a stillbirth, and I, and, I'm like nigga, if you're gonna tell on somebody, at least look at the records first.
2: So you can even miscarry, y'all. So that's your choice to miscarry. If you miscarry, that's on you, girl. That's your choice. I... You you did that on purpose, apparently.
1: I've had <sighs> three miscarriages. Didn't expect me to talking about this, but I've had three miscarriages. And I've also uh, watched my mom miscarry way further along. She was almost six months. Mm. I need you to understand what that's going to do to a human mind. Now let's take my mom, for example. Six months. She's miscarrying. Now let's add on Texas law. You are sitting there mourning your child, and now you're going to go to jail because they got to figure out what you did to cause it. Mm. I am in a space where especially I have girlfriends that live in Texas. One of my girlfriends went ahead and basically gave her man an ultimatum. She's like, either you get a vasectomy. You, 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 no, there's no ultimatum. You go get a vasectomy now. Because I was going to say, oh, we broke up. They was never breaking up. No, you got to go get that. There's no, <laughs> I don't know what you want. Unless you just don't want no pussy. And um, there's a lot of Black women in Texas now trying to push their significant others to do the same thing. And these men are doing it because they're looking at the fact that their, that their spouse, their partner, may not be in the position to even save their own lives.
2: Imagine, like, I can't even imagine because it's happening. You, you can go to jail for having a miscarriage because they're going to say that's an abortion. Oh, okay.
1: They, and when I say this woman was sitting in jail... And I'm so glad people were doing their due due diligence. I can't even talk. I'm so upset. Um, Because the original story was that she took an abortion pill and the um, nurses saw it. And then they went to the police. So they threw her ass in jail. Now come to find out it it was a stillbirth. And tell me, and I know that they knew. I'm sure that girl was screaming it all the way to fucking jail. Mm -hmm. This makes me so. It makes me so angry that it like, like when I say it is hard sometimes to do this show because I am the type, I'm a a true Pisces. I love to stick my head in the sand. I don't want to know about shit. (laughs) No, real talk. I knew when I started this platform, I was going to have no choice but to grow because I'm very like, I feel and it's hard. Like when I saw, like there are certain videos that I have to avoid because to this day, I will have dreams about the Ahmaud Arbery video. That shit had me so fucking shook. George Floyd had me so fucking shit. Like I already have social anxiety disorder. I'm just walking to the bathroom and I literally am hyperventilating. This is in my own fucking house. So when you think about that poor woman screaming that she had a stillbirth and she didn't kill her baby. How long did she sit in jail before you uh, before you were able to prove what she said?
2: Did you also hear what happened in Georgia?
1: Oh fuck, what's happening in Georgia?
2: Wait, was it Georgia? Yep, in Georgia. Um the governor What's what's the governor's name? Kemp
1: Yeah, I think it's one of them KKK motherfuckers. And I don't care what (laughs) color you are. Sorry. Go ahead.
2: Governor Kemp has signed Senate Bill 319 allowing Georgia residents to carry handguns in public without a permit. SB 319, known as the Georgia Constitutional Carry Act, allows a lawful weapons carrier to carry a concealed handgun everywhere license holders currently are allowed, meaning guns would still be prohibited in places such as the secure areas of airports or government buildings that have security at the entrance, including the state capitol. But, however, anywhere, anywhere else, it is okay. No license, no permit.
1: So, this is again going to translate into more school shootings. It's going to translate into more Black queer people dying. It's going to translate into more Black people dying. This, like, we. There's no line, guys. We are literally watching in real time the apocalypse happen from the ground up. And I I feel like when I say the apocalypse, people think that I am exaggerating. I need you to know those um, African um, immigrants who are in the Ukraine, they're going through an apocalypse right now. Those uh, Mexican women at the border who are getting scooped out, who still haven't been reunited with their children, they're going through an apocalypse right now. So don't tell me it's not coming because it's here like today and every time we're just watching the news watching them just take our rights away and those of us who live in other who don't live in alabama like you do the heartbeat bill state who live in places like i do like denver or or you just think it's not going to get to you you don't think that you're next
2: look next thing you know we're going to be drinking out of separate water fountains people are gonna still be like oh that's just the way it is you know so... girl wake up <laughs> wake up <laughs>
1: I, they're, they're going to continue, and I feel like they're starting with the people who uh, who nobody gives a fuck about the most, women and queers.
2: I heard someone, I um, hope, uh, someone um, on this app, he was like, within the Black community, straight Black men are the most marginalized. I said, huh? the most in the Black community? Huh? in the yeah. black community? He said in the black community, straight black men are the most marginalized.
1: Within within our it's only black people in the community, right? Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying I'm just trying to keep up. I'm just trying to keep up. So it's only black people in the community and you feel like you're the most marginalized within our community?
2: Not black women, not black trans folks, not black queer folks, not black disabled folks, but black straight men in the black community is the most hated, the most marginalized.
1: All right. Yo, black men are the white women of the black community.
2: Oh, my God. I wasn't going to say it, but...
1: <laughs> I, just, I just... It just came into me like, wow.
2: I would say the white wow. man. I would say the, the white men.
1: Mm. Mm. Since they're trying they to still uphold... Because they don't have as like, much power the as they think they do. So they're white women. Because they don't have as much power as they think that they do. So it's white women. You are the mm. white women of the black community. There is no white men in the black community. There's just white men. Ooh, that's the team. I, 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 listen. I, you know, you know what? This is where, this is why platforms like this were, um, are are created because we have no choice but to understand the mind of the oppressor. We have, because we have to spend so much time dissecting it because we have to walk through their fucking world. Mm. It's why we have to have these conversations. We again, we have to arm our fucking selves. Real talk, uh, Tito.
7: I'm constantly appalled, and it's there's almost no words for for how for how we as a society have accepted that people, well, how we've accepted and, and given people power to essentially do this. Like, I remember when I was younger, I used to have, like, this dream, recurring dream that was, like, imagining that every single person who was in the closet, who was ready out or whatever, came out at the same time and decided to just take over all the jobs or stop working. And just in that, in my mind, it was just like, that unification could change the world. You know, the same way people talk about how if every POC from across the world got together, then maybe shit would be fixed. Like, you know, like all these high hopes and dreams. I just don't know why we're so complacent to let people do that.
1: Uh, I think I I know why. I think that we've been so conditioned and to be honest with you, straight black men um, don't know anything else. They've only been taught patriarchy and they've also been taught that information is dangerous so they don't want to see <laughs> they don't want to go ahead and read uh where we were before colonization like ever showed up because i don't know if you ever tried to tell um a black straight man that africa was queer before uh colonization it's it's literally like watching somebody's mind they melt lose or they they, shit. yo
2: they lose their shit when you tell them that, and especially if you show them the facts, the, all the the evidence, they will still say, No, nah, you got that from the white man." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh,
1: gotta, yeah, the reason why hear. they say, "Listen," the when they, when they say when black women get with uh, white guys, they say they're oh they're bed wenches, they're this, they're that. It's like it's. <laughs> Like you see how you've treated dark skinned black women and you see that black women are also the uh, le- the least likely to date outside their race and also the least likely to call the police. Um, just gonna put that out there. Um, so when they finally find love in other places that you have not shown them because of their hue, because you've told them their entire lives, because you dark and you ugly, whatever the case is. Let listen, out, let's be real. Like, oh, I can't be with you. And like, oh, I'm not your preference. Now we have to deal with you, us not being your preference on a regular basis, but the time you decide, not even that you're not our our preference, because all of those black women who have been, who are with white men have been with black men before. A lot of these black dudes come out just being like, oh, that's just not what I want. That's too loud. That's too ghetto. That's too this, that's too that. Like you automatically see the difference. But in the manosphere, uh, the black manosphere at that, as far as they're concerned, oh, the reason that is is because the massa used to uh, rape you. Everything's from the Willie Lynch letters. It's like their fucking Bible. That's all they have. And masculinity. And CrossFit.
2: And massaging the war. Not CrossFit.
1: <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'm seeing a movement on Facebook. I don't know what's going on. Um, but I feel like I... I this, is a, this is a fucking scary time. Yeah. And I feel like we always question after we talk about these, this, this type of stuff and, and ask, like, what do we do? How do we move forward? And I think the answer to that is bringing our very, out, very far spread community together. And I don't mean just like, oh, let's all start a Facebook group. I mean, the world is dying. We need to build a commune and build our own fucking wall (laughs) when the whole thing comes crashing down to pieces to know that black queer people and the people that support us are protected Mm -hmm. like that that's the only thing i can think of and people are going to be like bitch is it really that serious uh listen i don't know if you see what's going on in the world but in my mind i don't feel like things are above having a mass draft i don't think anything is above how like i the world is insane and only getting crazier. And we are repealing human rights laws uh, faster than strippers do clothes. Like, it is not okay. But for some reason, everybody's just sitting around, like, well, you know, what a yeah, shame. That's just the way it
2: is. It could be worse. You yeah. could be, you, could be yeah. uh, you know, you could be in slaves. Well, we still are slaves, yeah. but they
1: ain't ready for that. Nope. ha <laughs> Every, listen, if you've gone to jail, you know what slave, you know you've been a slave because that's literally, just read the 13th amendment. I can't get into this with you. Um, so um, I feel like it's, it's, it's terrifying. It's really scary. Um, and in the meantime, before we can do such a big move like that is to really um, dive deep into our own communities Stop going where we are unwanted. I feel Mm. like that's going to help a lot, at least with our mental health. Cause I'm sick and tired of seeing uh, queer people try to, especially black queer people trying to turn themselves in a pretzel so that white people, sorry, white people. So that straight, my bad, sorry. Um, But so that uh, black straight men can feel comfortable or just straight men in general can feel comfortable. Like I'm so sick of that rhetoric. I'm so sick of that shit. They would never feel comfortable
2: ever. Like as long as you exist, they're still gonna keep saying, "Oh, y'all are forcing this on us." I'm not homophobic, but my kids and girl, Yo, the fact that listen. you are using fear about your to bring onto your kids—that's that's a phobia. Like you're scared that our existence is going to affect your kid. That's phobia. It's homophobic. <laughs> so I'm not yeah. trying to hear. I'm not homophobic, but my son better not be gay. Girl, miss me? Listen,
1: with that. <laughs> I, I, I'm just gonna let you know. Whenever somebody says, "I'm not homophobic, but I'm not transphobic, but I'm, not, I'm racist, not racist, but I'm not I'm not misogynistic," but whenever you hear those words, just know you're about to hear some homo, some homophobic, transphobic, misogynistic uh, uh, shit. Sorry, that's what's gonna happen. Um, that's the next sentence that's about to come out of their mind, uh, out of their mouths. And um, just know that those people are not your friends. I need us to stop being so fucking forgiving. And I need us to gatekeep a whole lot harder.
2: <clears throat> okay.
1: I, r- real talk, Black queer people as a whole. Like, I need people to, to when I say I need y'all <laughs> to gatekeep your shit, like, I'm sick and tired of straight people using uh, shit like ballroom for fodder while they go ahead and call us uh, uh, sissies and, and and punks and everything else behind our backs.
2: Let's talk about it because, girl, I want it because I'll be here. Even some of these uh, straight black men be using black gay lingo and don't even notice it. I, like, I want y'all to know all this lingo that people are using. Oh, it's this mm. for me. Oh, it's giving me this or no tea, no shade or yeah. All that came from black queer folks. And y'all and, but y'all mm. be the main ones saying, oh, they trying to push an agenda. But you just said, oh, it's giving this, or oh, it's it's that for me. All this shit is black gay lingo. So you I don't want to hear, I'm not trying to hear, oh well, that, that ain't come from y'all. No, it yes, it did. Like,
1: don't <laughs> bro, but don't you sound like uh white folk? Don't they sound like white folks? We're literally telling you this is not for you. We're re- we're literally, uh, We're literally telling you that uh, we're not even saying, "Oh, don't use it." We're saying, "Acknowledge where the fuck it comes from. Give us our fucking respect." And they're just like, "Oh no, well anybody can do it. We don't know if you made that shit up." And like blah 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 blah. Like yo, you sound like white folks. Mm-hmm. You literally want to use me for what is trendy. And then, as soon as it comes time for uh, for me to talk about my oppression, now it's not a black issue?
2: Yeah, that's also something else they like to say. I'd like, oh, well, you know, this black trans woman got killed. Well, we're not talking about y'all right now. we trying, We talking about black folks, not LGBT. Bitch, she is still fucking black. You see how this shit works? You see how intersectionality works? You see how we can't put one above the other with this boat at the same fucking time? I'm not trying to hear. What, why y'all trying to... We we trying to get black stuff passed and they, they putting this before... She's still black. I'm still black. So if you claim to be pro-black like you say you are, keep that same energy. You cannot say you're pro-black but don't like my black gay ass. That's not how that shit works.
1: Oh, oh, and not even like. Disagree? You can't disagree with what already exists. Like, right. my God. And I also just want us as uh, black queer people... To stop um, looking for any, like, stop going places that you are not wanted. Stop trying to get acceptance in these white, in these spaces, whether it's a white queer spaces and they don't want you or black straight places and they don't want you. Stop, stop honoring them with your fucking presence. We're fucking lit. Do not do it. Stop it. I'm sick and tired of it. Us fucking tap dancing to be like, oh, well, you know, I would never, I just want to make sure that I respect him and I don't want to do anything that he could think is a way. Bro, just, just go back to the black gay clubs where you could be yourself. Go to where you're wanted and don't just go to where you're tolerated. Go to where you're celebrated. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of this shit. Like, this is not okay for us to go through mentally on a regular basis. So we need to take those safe spaces and expound them and reinforce them and give them foundation. I feel like that's the only way that we're at least going to get through this with our minds intact.
2: You would never see me at no damn uh, Black Straight Club because, girl, I, especially after what happened when they shot at Saucy Santana. And Oh, well, you know, he was doing too much, and that's why they shot at him. They love saying that oh, every time something happens to someone queer, oh, they were doing too much, and if they would have stopped being extra, then this wouldn't have had to happen. When we know that, when anytime a straight person says they're doing too much or they're being extra, it's like this borderline homophobic way of saying, oh, we know you're a fag, but tone that shit down to make me feel comfortable.
1: And if you had toned that shit down, then nobody would have came after you. Why didn't you act right?
2: If you would have toned it down, then they wouldn't have to kill you. That's sad.
1: Isn't that what what white people have said to black people? Just pull up your pants. Speak properly. Respect us. Don't resist.
2: Well, isn't that what Martin Luther King did? He had on a whole suit and they still shot his ass.
7: (sighs) Yeah, my biggest fear with... um with all the queer, POC, with all those people coming together or, or building a, a localized area, is that then, that is one place that they can go to then attack. And that's always been like a fear mm-hmm. of mine. That's why I always feel weird uh, and have always been on, on guard at, at queer locations and prides and all those things is just because when there is a gathering, it, it it's an opportunity for a localized attack. So if we uh-huh. really were, as a world, deciding that, hey, like, it's time to separate from these fools, they're not mm-hmm. getting it right, we can do this much better, or whatever, if that <laughs> if that really could happen, uh, my fear is that then the people on the outside would just be like, okay, well, then let's, just, uh, let's just dump on this place, let's just bomb them up, and then we got rid of that.
5: Yep.
1: Think about it, isn't that what happened in the Tulsa massacre? It was all of those black cities thriving and being amazing and they dropped bombs on it and they killed us and they massacred us like I feel like damn Tito brings up a really good point that I don't think I really had considered mm-hmm. that's what I'm I mean, nigga, what like, we do then?
2: <laughs> that's why I'd be scared to go to some of these pride events sometimes I'm like girl what if they they know we all gathered up over here They're like I don't want another post nightclub shooting to happen damn I and just feel is, like I was is, born. I feel like I'm born in the wrong time era. Like, girl, this can't be for me.
1: Nah, I was definitely meant to be born before colonization. I was, I was, I, I was, I was meant to be. The, I'm so pissed. <laughs> I'm so pissed. <laughs> for real. Somebody the other day asked me if I was African, and I was just like, I was supposed to be. Ooh. Yeah, that's the thing. He didn't talk to me after that, but. Uh, (laughs) you you know one of those days you just don't feel like talking to niggas in the store but um i feel like the only thing that we can really the only thing that we can do because i'm 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 really at a loss as to how to to fight back in a system that was never built for us to win i i and and the intersectionality uh, within the intersectionality of it all the demographic within a demographic like they think that we're everywhere but i read some statistics that we're like five percent of the the black population which by the way is only 12 percent of the united states so like we're not a lot of people and it it makes me really scared for us as to really what's going to happen next because Like they are, they're trying to take our rights away. Like I honestly, I feel like the whole slap thing, like the slap, all the stupid shit on television, people getting wrapped up and whatever the celebrity gossip and shit is. I feel like that's literally just there as smoke and mirrors so that we're not paying attention to watching them strip away our rights every time they have a congressional meeting.
0: Mm hmm
1: like oh look at this shit look at that shit like i remember when uh when paula dean said the word nigger, and i remember like i was just like thinking to myself like it's an old white lady from georgia why is this news i'm trying to figure out why the fuck this is news and when i say it was news it was everywhere every today show morning show blah 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 it's everywhere and i just decided you know what let's just google some world news see what's going on that same week 850 people escaped from Guantanamo Bay. Now, I don't want to say that that's a coincidence. <laughs> just saying. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, just saying. It's a real. Oh, my fucking God. I was, saying, I was just saying this shit to Jamie. I'm like, we sit here arguing about, like, this stupid shit, and then, like, under our noses, these laws are being created that's literally taking away our rights to be human it's fucking insane. Like I'm, I, I'm trying not to have a breakdown.
1: <laughs> Bro, listen. And can we give some validity to the emotional mind state that we have to constantly be in 24/7 just to go through this? And this isn't counting capitalism. This isn't counting trying to keep food in our mouths and to feed our kids and to help our families. We're not even, we're not even brushing upon that. This is just the issue of existing
0: that
2: mm-hmm. they're trying to take us all out that's why I, it's, it amazes me when straight black straight black men are trying to use the white man's tactics to divide and conquer within their own community bitch we all finna go like you trying to you focus on us you focus on me sucking dick and you think i'm breaking up the black family by doing that meanwhile you have the fucking people in congress I will never forget when they took six months to debate about giving all of us a $600 stimulus check. That's what you need to be worried about. The fact that they are fighting over us just by getting breadcrumbs, if we deserve that.
1: The fact that the lynching bill just passed a few weeks ago. Right. Do you know how long people have been introducing that? Apparently it was 155 times they tried to do that. Just make lynching a hate crime? There's
2: way oh. more stuff to be worried about. Yeah, it's it's so much more to be worried about. But like I it's said so before, funny. if I had to guess based off the patterns that I see and how things keep going, I would give us probably 40 years left before we either... <laughs> Girl, let me um, not say that. I, I would just say, I look, know. we ain't got long something like people are tired and that's all i got to say people are like sick of being uh pissed on, and people say this water uh Bruh. something's gonna happen
1: like <laughs> listen i i i can't i can't i can't agree more i feel like yo this is these are and i feel like we need to acknowledge it especially since we have the world telling us that all of our feelings are invalid and that we're just too sensitive even though we literally seeing laws being enacted to put us back in the closet. Be quiet, don't transition, don't do anything that you would normally do for yourself. Like, oh, no critical race theory. We don't wanna go ahead and teach um, actual history to children because we're gonna make white kids too empathetic.
2: We're gonna offend, we don't wanna uh, make Tad feel guilty.
1: Bro, let me tell you something. And little Tad, just so you know, he just tad this nigga. I can't believe you just called this imaginary child, Tad. You deserve to be beat for that anyway. So, uh, so, but listen that that those little white kids who are hearing this shit, they're not thinking, oh my God, they're looking at their other friends and being like, oh my God, are you okay? They're actually going to grow an empathic heart. And you know what's also worse? That you know, the you know, another reason they don't wanna t- teach critical race theory is because you don't want these kids to see their grandparents in pictures. Mm-hmm. Noni is still alive. All them old biddies. I recently saw something on TikTok where a woman, a old white woman was recounting a lynching of a man Oh my God, when I say that shit was so traumatizing to watch because this woman was smiling with like glee. The way she talked about how he was um, grabbing onto the tree while they were trying to hang him and he was keeping himself up. So they brought him down just to break his arms and put him up again. Do you see where the fuck we are? And you're trying to say that has no effect within the Trump era, like this. You are you really trying to tell me, like, yeah, you really are trying to piss on my leg and tell me it's raining?
6: Do not be gaslit, um, Eddie. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I remember when I first, I can't remember what I watched. I watched something, and then it. I went down a rabbit hole, and it and I and I, I literally went to like the government website, and I never do anything like that. And I, I saw like this bill was still like in limbo. This was you know maybe a few months ago before it finally passed. And yes, this is like a hundred, two hundred year old thing where it was like, you know, oh, you hang a nigga, it's okay, you know. Yeah, we we might send you to jail, you know what I mean? But we're not gonna, we're not gonna like. Uh, Look at the fact that like, this is something that was happening, you know. It was, it was a, it was a, what, what's the word? A public shaming and embarrassment and a, just, fuck. Listen to, um, what is it? Um, oh my God, oh my God, it's, it's what? Billie, Tree, Billie, Billie Holiday, Strange Fruit. That's what it was, you know? They tried mm-hmm. to stop her. They tried to stop her from singing that mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely, by the way, that song was written by a Jewish man who fled the country <laughs> as Billie Holiday was singing this song everywhere. She was getting drugs planted on her, uh, especially with, because she already was an addict. So they were trying to catch her up in every way that they could. That woman died poor and alone. And they just just were like, oh, well, she was just a junkie. They threw Billie Holiday the fuck away. And that was a queer black woman who was standing up for black people. Um, my God, man. And we try to pretend it has no effect on today. Like that shit is insane to me. Uh, Huntress.
5: Much love to you two beautiful souls on the panel. Hope you're having a good day. You know, even though um, I know you guys are expressing a lot of um, emotional shit that y'all going through because of um, essentially uh, people fighting for a lot of queer people not to exist and live a full life. Um I think I more so get extremely frustrated and mad and sad. And I think I get more frustrated and mad because it's like especially when there's like I just don't understand people's psyche, I guess, when it comes to like wanting to like minimize, devalue another individual just because Mm they are different from you like it's such like I, I i would think that like that is like a basic concept that like most people should know as an adult
2: yes absolutely like yes. i would
5: assume as a, like most adults should have an understanding that just because somebody you know um moves different than you or they act different from you whatever the fuck it is like That that doesn't automatically deem that person as like immoral or evil or that doesn't give you like the leeway to devalue that person just because you're not familiar with what with whatever they're doing. And like, (laughs) honestly, I think that's like the issue with most black men is that most black men are only familiar with the city that they were raised in they don't travel they don't see other parts of the world they don't see other ways of living they don't see people just living their fucking best lives and i think you know once they see something slightly different from the city that they're from they're like oh
1: what the fuck is this weird shit right here and bruh Mm -hmm. bruh that shit right there honestly She's speaking true facts because it's like, do you know any, how many times I've just been with uh, with just black men who I've dated and be like, you teach me so much new shit, and I wanted to be like, don't say that out loud again, <laughs> <sighs> because you you go you you gonna turn my pussy and like mad dusty, it's gonna be dry as fucking here if you continue to talk, because. The thing about it is, is like, I don't know, I've always prided myself on learning more and wanting to educate myself and wanting to educate myself on the ways that other people are oppressed other than me. That's not something that's innate in them
6: at all. (laughs) Um, Eddie. She's the one that started it for us all, you know? Yes, they, they, she died chained to a bed Mm-hmm. They arrested her, like, right before she died. Mm. And, and never mind that that was in, like, 19, what, 40? It was in the 40s or 50s, something like that. I could be wrong, but I, it was right around there. So how long ago was that? Thank you. You trying to tell me, oh, slavery, blah, blah, blah.
1: That was, that was just the 40s and the 50s. My mom was born in sixty. Mm-hmm. Like that's what are you talking about? She literally was uh, eight. What was she was at, eight years old when uh, Martin Luther King died,
0: mm.
1: bro. And you're trying to tell me? Oh, it's all done. Like she, Jim Crow era. Stop. Girl. Just stop, Huntress.
5: So of course, like if you grow up in this fucking one city you don't you don't know anybody else you don't know any other mindset aside of the fucking city that you're from you're gonna have this simplistic ass mindset And it's like, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't even think that's not even a valid fucking excuse because it's like, yo, we're we're, majority majority of us are fucking adults and you can choose to be educated. Yes, that is a choice. You could choose to be educated. You could choose to do research. You could choose to simply sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up and just listen to people and their experiences and stuff that they go through and stop stop making certain decisions or saying that certain things need to be the way they need to be just because of your perspective, especially as a fucking straight (coughs) black man. Like, I don't understand. I, I fucking don't get it. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell fucking queer people. I'm not going to tell trans people, like, what they need. Because I'm not fucking queer or trans. So I'm going to sit down. I'm going to listen to them. And based on what they're saying that they need so they can live, then I'm going to support it. Like,
1: the fuck? And it's so crazy because it's such a simple concept. Like, why are 70-year-old white men making laws about women's bodies? They don't even understand them to the point where they outlawed atopic pregnancies in Missouri, which is, a, which is a, I feel like we should all know what an atopic pregnancy is. It's a pregnancy outside of the uterus, which is never viable. And it can cause death and infertility at ridiculous high, a ridiculously high rate like to go through that and not be either of those two things which is sterile or dead is low
2: and they asked him that when they asked him um, the congressman that he was like do you even know what that with the atopic topic presidency he was like I'm not familiar with it I said wow these are the motherfuckers that's making these laws he don't even know what the fuck we're talking about we have people no. in congress that are, that ain't got but two weeks left to live making decisions about this whole country I talk to my Amer- Bro, I, I talk to my constituents and I'm I'm doing what's best for the American people. Bitch, we know what that means when you say that. We know what the American people are. It ain't my black ass.
1: Listen, and and, and they are trying so hard. They got one foot in the grave, the other one on a banana peel, waiting for a gust of wind. And I just wish a hurricane would come because I'm ready for them all to go.
2: Guillotines for everybody.
1: Listen, this nigga, stay trying to be medieval. I'm going to keep saying saying it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, Louis VIII. (laughs) Tito Burrito.
7: Yeah, I made the bold mistake, because clearly it's a choice, uh, to be a son of a teacher. uh, My mom's a teacher in the New York City Board of Education System, so she can tell you the whole gambit of that bullshit. Um, And to be gay, and to be black, had the nerve to be black, how dare I? Um, and the nerve to um, to be kind of have have extreme wanderlust. So yeah, don't like how how dare I want to travel? How dare I want to maneuver around? Um, and that's just giving me the worst perspective ever. Uh, because you know, I I just you know they're like you sound like you you sound like you white. You sound like you know too much shit. You always talking. You always this. You always that. And th- and that's the problem is that because I sound different, worldly, gay, teacher's son, you know, oh, God forbid, oh, and preacher's son on the other side. Um, <laughs> combine all that together, I'm, like, the poster child ready to go.
1: Bruh. Bruh.
2: <laughs> I hear that all the time from, like, white, like ignorant, cis-hit black men. Like, you talk white. I'm, like... <laughs>
1: I'm no, like but listen don't so they say, but don't they sound like fucking cavemen like <laughs> th- what in the neanderthal did you just say you always learning and talking and shit the fuck
2: did you how just say how dare here? you be educated you're too educated how dare you
1: they're saying it to black women too Ooh. remember what the clip that we played uh, from a while ago, he was just like, this lady came to me and she said, I have an amazing job, a great car I paid off, a low mortgage. The only thing that's left is for me to get a man. And I said to her, you already disqualified, yourself." And all the little cronies like, oh, shit, they going to hate him for this? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. When yeah, I, I saying, like, like...
2: Yeah, there are literally men out here saying, like, again, because women do not need men like that, to be honest. Let's just talk about it. But it's like, it's like, how dare you be so educated and independent? It's like, you can't now. If, so well, now in the time where it's like, if you're a woman and you're quote unquote, too educated, then you, you don't need a ma- like you don't deserve to be with me because I'm supposed to be the head of the house and the bread maker. And that makes me feel bad. And girl, it's a mess.
1: <laughs>
5: Child. Huntress. Like <laughs> at this point, I just need a lot of these old heads to die out. Like, as fucked up as that sounds. But, like, I don't see them, like, readjusting their way of thinking. And I'm tired of fucking coddling, like, their, like, bigoted-ass, like, mindsets. And, like, I think I used to show compassion before. But, like, like I'm slowly losing my fucking patience with (laughs) y'all. So, like, at this point, I just need y'all to fucking die out and just, like, leave, like, society. So then we can fucking do what we need to do so people can live full fucking lives and like i know a lot of people talk shit about gen z generation but on some real shit though like when i look at like my little sister hell when i look at my friends because i'm technically a part of gen z because i'm in my early 20s like i don't the mindset is like so fucking polar opposite compared to people even in their fucking late 40s and 50s who you know are dictating a lot of like narratives that society is going by
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Look, I, look, I love seeing like videos of like white Z- Gen Zers like cussing out their parents for saying some racist shit. Like, like they calling their asses out. And I said, this is what I'm talking about because I, I like I. That's need real allyship. System. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually what real I- allyship is. Let me tell you something. Seeing Lil' Hannah walk into fucking dining rooms, shutting down holiday dinners. Like, we're not gonna take it. Like, it is the most <laughs> amazing thing. <laughs> For me to watch, I'm not even gonna play these games with you. Um, and I, I love the fact that that's how that that younger generation is kind, is definitely coming up right now. It's just like I feel like it's it's so hard because I'm like all of these laws are changing. Like if we're gonna make laws about trans people, why don't aren't trans people making laws about trans people? Why aren't women making laws about women? Why do we have 80-year-old men who cannot remember when to wipe their ass or who's got to dump out their catheter to go ahead and <laughs> literally, no, l- real talk. These niggas don't even, yeah. like, like oh, is it, where's my glasses? My phone in my hand. Listen, these niggas aren't even allowed to drive. We take away your license after a certain age and they're ruling the country? We're fucked. <sighs> Child, A uh, hundred
5: tito like that speaks to me so much like with me already being biracial a lot of times a lot of black people don't feel like i have a seat at the table because apparently white people accept me as theirs although i have brown skin curly ass hair i have my father's nose lips everything about me is exactly like my black father but because my mother is hungarian which is white european i don't have a seat at the table which is like okay what the fuck ever but like on top of that the way that I speak at times, especially when it comes to like certain conversations where I do think there needs to be certain verbiage so certain things can get across clearly. I used disingenuous in a conversation and tell me why two black men on the panel were like, oh, there she go again. using some college words. Motherfucker, I never went to college. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Oh my Disingenuous? God, <laughs> Yo, stop. Yeah,
2: I was there. I think I was there when uh, that happened. I was,
1: <laughs> they were like, there she
2: goes. She thinks she's better than them.
1: <laughs> I'm like, Yo, oh, wow. That yeah, And let me tell you something. When I say I've heard some crazy shit, I told this nigga that I was pansexual. And he was like, does that mean you grew up with a dick? He's like, I looked it up on Google. Does that mean you you, you, you grew, grew up with a dick? And I'm just like, wait, you looked this up on Google first. And that was what you came back with? Okay. Um I went ahead and I said to somebody, um you know what, let me go ahead and try and pull out an olive branch uh, in the conversation and this nigga says, "What you going to go to Home Depot and go get one?" Mm. It's a, It's a euphemism. It's a, it means okay, you know what? This is why I feel like I'm just not dating straight men anymore. <laughs> <More> <laughs>
2: I keep telling you to stop doing that to yourself, girl. They're a lost cause.
1: And maybe if they just don't talk. Okay. Anyway. Um. So.
2: <laughs> just put some tape <laughs> on the mouth.
1: You know what I mean? Like you like that? Huh? I'll just be dominant tonight. Have a time, Eddie.
6: <laughs> and let's let's talk about how language is the most important thing. Period. You know what I'm saying? So like. And there's different, I don't know if I'm using the term right, you know, there's different like vernaculars or whatever, like different ways people talk. And I feel like, yeah, there, there are different levels of like talking, you know, or having a conversation with somebody or certain words you're using in this conversation. I would just look at ingenuous as, ooh, nice buzzword, you, you know, like, hmm. And and I've heard that word, you know? Let me see. Disingenuous, it it means, what, like, not being genuine? (laughs) I mean, There oh, it's a SAT word, huh? Shit, teach him something today.
1: Fuck. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Like, conjugate a verb and come back to me before you actually have a conversation. Tito.
6: I actually stopped
7: suggesting people to just Google it Because of exactly what you just said. I really believe that, well, I already knew it, but I believe that Google filters your searches and changes the outcome of your search results based off of the type of person that they surmise you are from your search history and the pictures and all the other stuff they gather. So, you know, they really could be maintaining the ignorance of the general public by giving them search results that are really just Bullshit pieces of information, or are exactly the information that they want to, uh, people to see. So <laughs> that's tough because I'm kind of not really feeling Google right now, uh, well, in general, but that that just really puts it up into the, the higher echelon of, of reasons why I'm just not team Google.
1: You know what? That's a good ass point. I did not even think of that. Yo, T- Tito be coming in with work. We're going to I'll go ahead and play this last message. And we are going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up. Tito.
7: But also, I mean, we deal with code switching on a regular basis. That's not none new to anybody. Like, it's not specifically a black thing. It's not even specifically a, a person of color thing. It, it, it's an everyone thing. You code switch when you talk to your parents and then when you talk to your friends. So... We it's just elevated levels of code switching and some are based off the fact that you may actually be harmed and others are based off the fact that you just don't want to show your mom and your dad that you are a little freak in the sheets or whatever you are. So yeah, like okay. that's another factor we had to keep in keep in mind when it comes to communication and, and all those tactics.
1: Damn. And you know what else? Um, you know, before we go ahead and get out of here, well first things first I just wanna say I just wanna thank everybody who continues to come in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday um, at nine (laughs) or eight, depending on where you are, um, to go ahead and have um, these types of conversations and to see Black queer people give each other community warms my heart. It makes me feel so good for starting uh, this, uh, for making sure that this platform was out there. And I just wanna say to you, Erin, I you are so invaluable to me as a part of this platform. Honestly. Oh, thank you.
0: I
5: love
2: um, you. Woo, woo, woo. I love you too, girl. <laughs> it's funny how we met. I'm still like shook over the like we met. I, we, we met on Instagram, right? It was like because Yes. We was dra- someone said some transphobic shit on Instagram, and then <laughs> me and you were just in the comments like dragging the fuck out
1: of these dragging, niggas. dragging, and it got to the point where I think we just started tagging each other and other people's comments. You see what this nigga said? Like it was, <laughs> and <laughs> next thing you know, it was a phone call. Next thing you know, it was a conversation, and here we are. And I'm just so glad, and I'm, I, and I'm gonna be so happy to tell this story five years from now, and I cannot wait to see where we are. I really can. not And to the rest of the people in the panel, Groovy, Tito Burrito, Huntress, Eddie, uh, Jace Action, I just want to thank everybody for coming in and always engaging with us. And please remember that being queer is African. This platform is your arsenal. Don't ever let anybody tell you that you are not a part of this diaspora.
2: Absolutely, y'all. Like I said, this is the Earth is Ghetto podcast. This is a Black queer podcast for Black queer folks. Obviously, if you're not Black and queer... You can listen. You can come along for the ride as well. But you know, you just know what kind of car we driving, okay?
1: <laughs> okay. And please, <laughs> and please know that this is not your time to speak. This is your time to listen.
2: Uh, you can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in our bios. And you can follow our Earth is Ghetto podcast Instagram page, earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. And you can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Audible, and Amazon. And hopefully, Apple Podcasts by next week. Hopefully. But uh, yeah. Crossing fingers. But yeah, niggas and friends, it's always good talking to y'all. We hope that y'all have an amazing Wednesday, and we will see you host Friday.
5: Bye, bitches.
2: Bye.